Hello, dear friends, it's Carly, and welcome to another episode of Astro Lessons. So, I'm really excited about these next two episodes. This will be a two parter. Uh, this first one is going to cover my perspective of what is shadow work. Uh, shadow work is a term that gets thrown around in a lot of different contexts, and I'm not saying any of them are wrong, but for the sake of the next episode, I'm going to give you my perspective on what that means to me. And then next episode will be how to do shadow work using your natal chart. So we'll ground it down into the natal chart and where to see see how to how to work with those shadowy energies. So in this first video, what is shadow work? Uh, this is something that is near and dear to my heart. I, I think shadow work was one of the first spiritual concepts that I had come across and Really, there's, like I said, there's a lot of different ways you can look at what is the shadow. Um, there's like the Carl Jung version that the shadow is basically our unconscious self, the part of our self that we're not aware of, that it's so ingrained that we can't see it. Like a fish that's been in water its whole life and it has no idea what water is because it just is. So it's like that. It's it's your unconscious self. And when you think about it in a more spiritual sense and you want to like pull karma into it and soul level healing and the fact that we're all eternal and having lifetime after lifetime after lifetime that this soul that's currently occupying, you know, this one physical vessel has had other experiences and will continue to have other experiences. So I understand shadow work in kind of a context that looks like that, that says every lifetime is, is for healing, is for expansion and forward movement of this universe in a positive direction. Well-being is so dominant and there are so many of us that are contributing positive energy to what is already a well-being dominant experience. So in shadow work, there's a whole depth of healing. I don't believe we're ever fully healed of our shadow. That's, I think, why it's often referred to as shadow work, because I don't think it's really ever over. It's not like a goal that's going to be accomplished. It's a practice and a way of looking at things. Um, and so that's the, probably the first thing that I want to address is the the calling it work implies that you should like approach it like work. You know, I'm going to seek it out and I'm going to show up to it and I'm going to do it and I'm going to get it done. And that's just not, that's not how I approach it. You know, there's a lot of different people out there. And as I always say, get your BS meter turned on if it's not already. And you feel for yourself how you resonate with your shadow. This this dark side, you know, shadow implies darkness. And you think about the dark side of the moon, like you can't see it, but it's there. We know it's there, but we can't see it. It's like that. And I think when we get into a little bit more of like, what are shadowy behaviors? Um, what are like some behavioral signals that will tell you that you're working with your shadow? Maybe that will help it sink in just a little bit more. Um, like for example, uh, I think the the 
piece of me that brought me to shadow work whenever, however many years ago this was, was my jealousy. I, I burned, I raged with jealousy, like on the inside, I felt like a volcano of jealousy and anger and seething and contempt. And it was such a toxic vibration to live in. And I felt like I couldn't help it. Like I was such a victim to this rotten feeling energy that just pulsed out from the very core of who I was. And it was so vibrant and so all consuming that I couldn't see around it. I couldn't see like, how do I, how do I break free of this? How do I rise above this and try to get out from under the undertow, the waves just crashed down on me. And every time I thought I was going to get a breath, a breath, it's like, here's one more thing to spark off a whole nother volcano of jealousy. So that behavior, it was so far outside of my control. And that was my introduction to me paying attention to my dark side, because my anger scared me at times, the, the level of anger and really like contempt, like seething contempt just keeps repeating in my mind. Like I feel so guilty and that's like a whole nother level of shadow work. Guilt is another shadowy behavior. It's an invitation into that, into that energy. It's there like that, that jealousy. It was, it was so powerful inside of me and it was demanding of my attention. I was like, almost not functional when I was feeling that way. And then having to stuff it so I could like show up to work. Oh my God. I I was like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to live life like this. And it was so depressing. It was so isolating. And I was just kind of stuck in this dark place of feeling rotten and not knowing what to do about it. And that energy led me to be curious and Google. And I was doing a lot of Pinterest at that time and like, you know, finding quotes that resonated and stuff and kind of led me to this, this rabbit hole of shadow work and our shadow self and this dark, dark part of ourself. And how did it get there? How did it get there? What creates our shadow? That's a very good first question. Um, how did it get there? Two, what does it want from me? Because that was like the most uncomfortable part of that feeling of jealousy is that it gnaws at you that something's not right. This isn't right. This is wrong. And I'm like, fuck yeah, it's wrong. I know. I know it's wrong. <laughs> like, And all the while I'm feeling like the thing I'm feeling jealous about, you know, typically my relationship, like that this person is behaving badly and that's wrong. And that that's what all of this is about. All of this like awful feeling and this gnawing, aching, just relentless clawing at my mind feeling is about them and what they're doing. And when I started studying shadow work, I realized that people's behavior typically has nothing to do with it. If they trigger something inside of us, that that is an invitation to go in there and be with that feeling because they can't trigger it in us if it's not already there. So when I tried to wrap my mind around that, I had to square the fact that I was full 
of ragey, toxic jealousy. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is all inside of me. It has nothing to do with them. Like that is a hard pill to swallow, but that's shadow work. That's step one is owning your shadow and accepting that it is yours. And it's something that is here to work with you and to help your expansion and the healing that it needs from you is exactly what you intended it to be. And so that's, it's a shadow work practice. Maybe add that word practice on there helps us to see it as something that we get better at as we go. It's something that we can apply deliberate effort to. We can build strategies for it. We can practice coping skills around it. So when our shadow comes up, we can look at it for what it is, an opportunity to heal. When we experience negative emotion, it means that there's an opportunity for us to heal. Nobody else in the world needs to be different for that to happen. And that's shadow work. It's closing the loop between you and your own emotions. And it puts the power back in your hands 100%. And that is the oh, the ultimate outcome of shadow work is self-empowerment. Because we're going to get into this more in the next episode where we look at how do we use the natal chart to help us start to, you know, lay eyes on our shadow. The whole point of our shadow is that it's unconscious. So how do we heal something that we know nothing about, right? Like that is confusing. But our behavior can tell us a lot. The emotions that are triggered when our shadow gets triggered can tell us a lot. So um, understanding a few key places in our natal chart can tell us a lot. So that's where we're going next. Uh, Stick around for more episodes. I hope this helps and I'll see you soon.